All right, it's 3.30 here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for tuning in on this Friday. Hope that you've had a good week. It's been nice outside. <laughs> Has it ever. really nice outside. Most left you guys to go to a golf course, man, I swear. Can't say that I blame you uh, if you did choose to actually go partake. Uh, this weekend's nice as well. Sunday looks a little bit better than tomorrow. And then next week, a few days, 83, 84. Mm. Get out of here with uh well being in studio <laughs> hashtag if you know what i mean um bedlam tomorrow as you listen to the show my name is jeremy poplin Deanna Amade is in today on a friday that's scott file and colby daniels uh we would like to hear from you neuropathy treatment clinic of oklahoma text line if you have anything 918-262-5072 as we get set here to talk just for a few moments about bedlam tomorrow where is everyone collectively here with this potentially being the last one that we see for a while because we've chronicled the sadness that is football going away and more than likely going away for a decade easily. This one doesn't have the same hmm, gut punch feel to it that the football version of it does. There are some people that are strictly basketball diehards. Maybe they do feel a certain way about this one. But I think all of us are kind of in the same mindset that, one, college basketball doesn't have the same type of impact, at least right now in 2024, that it even had 20 years ago when this Bedlam series was at its peak with Kelvin and Eddie. But it still feels a little awkward knowing that it might not happen even next year. So where's everyone's level of disappointment, sadness that we are finally here to this point now with basketball? I mean, I think you just appreciate it for what it is. And I I don't think that there's a tremendous amount of fear that, you know, we're going to be without this rivalry for a long time. I mean, I, I don't know what the timeline looks like, but, if I had to guess, within the next couple years, you're probably seeing these teams match in some sort of non-conference type of matchup. So it's the last one for a while, but I, I, it doesn't. this doesn't have the same, I think, level of finality that the football matchup had. And, you know, I think simultaneously, the stakes, obviously, for both sides aren't as large as they were in football when you know you're talking about conference championship races and and things of that nature but it's still a rivalry and it's it's the last one and it's it's in Stillwater and and the last matchup was incredibly close so yeah i think there are a lot of reasons for uh people to just be genuinely excited about what this game is going to look like and and to have bragging rights i also don't think that there's a portion of this this game on the basketball side like next year let's say it doesn't happen next year Okay. Are we going to get to a point because of the way that scheduling and basketball works where you're like, you know what, by now we should be playing Bedlam? It's not like that the way that it is in football because that game, you get to portions of November and mainly around Thanksgiving due to the traditional nature in in this recency bias, but around Thanksgiving with where the Bedlam game should be played – but even if it's just the the calendar month of November next year, we're all going to look and go, you know what? 
Damn, that's where Bedlam would have been. It's not the same way in basketball because it's been all over the place with where they schedule those and you've always got the same two. I think that kind of plays a little bit into the, I kind of miss this factor. I think one of the things about Bedlam and basketball that you will miss, and this speaking from a from like a former student, I remember Bedlam being such a big game because the atmosphere was so big because the proximity to these games for both fan bases were not that large. So the, the most of the time, the stadium, or excuse me, the arena was packed and it, the student body was there because most of the time it was a Saturday game and everybody just showed up. And that made it being, hey, we're here, we, we want to win. And that made it intensify that much more. I don't know if it's going to be missed for the sheer fact that, again, like Kobe said, we're, they're, I feel like they'll find a way to bring this game back. But I think it'll be missed in those maybe the one or two years that it's not there and that fact that there's not going to be that game, in my opinion, where both fan bases climb into an arena and make it a very intense environment where you're fighting for something. Scott, you've probably seen as much Bedlam as anyone in and out of that building, holding a camera and not holding a camera. What are your thoughts right now? I I think we're going to have at least one. I think we'll probably have one Bedlam game next year. Maybe I'm an optimist, but I just think with with the way scheduling works in basketball. Wouldn't shock me at all. I It wouldn't surprise me if we have one either on campus or like at Paycom or down the street at BOK Center. I think, And I, I think that's why there's not the fondness for basketball ending like there was with football because we don't see a light at the end of the tunnel for football with it coming back. I th- I think everybody knows it's basketball is going to get rescheduled and I, maybe I'm an optimist, but I think we're going to have it next year. And, it, and it's even if it does get scheduled and whatever version of it that it is moving forward, I I think my biggest hang up with it is, is not even the fact that it's leaving. It's just the, the current state of, of college basketball because Gone are the days where you would have the guys that were going to be there for multiple years on campus, that they would build up this rivalry between the two, and then that right. these two entities mm-hmm. would meet. And, you know, there there was a time where you'd be like, damn, you know what? I know that Eduardo Nahra is going to be here the next couple of times. And it works both ways. For an OU fan, you're like, yeah, Eduardo. For Oklahoma State fan, you're like, damn you, Eduardo. But you got hyped even more because that dude was going to be in, in your arena. We just don't have that to kind of hang on to anymore as fans. James Anderson, like, four more times? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm like, damn, dude, how old is John Lucas the third? Like, my man, he's got to be 28, right? <laughs> like, hasn't that guy graduated yet? And then that fuels a little bit more of the passion of of the desire on both sides. That's that's what's missing in this version. And but that's a college basketball problem, not necessarily a bedlam problem. And I think what also is right. missing Well, and then you add to Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. No, I was going to say I think what else that's missing that's kind of hurting it is having a homegrown star. There's no Ryan Miner, there's no Big Country, you know. And if you do get one like Trey Young, yeah. gone. <laughs> and my, like I no one blames No, no, no. Trey Young at all. We're yeah. Like, <laughs> Darn you, Trey Young! Why didn't you stay longer? Like, no, no, hey, man. no one's saying that. Atlanta is a beautiful place. <laughs> well, I'll tell you more about it after I get back. <laughs> so, well, and, and then the other aspect of this, you know, with football, both both football programs have been toward the top of the conference for you know over a decade now, right? 
Uh-huh, yes. So most years you're talking about teams that are in conference races. Uh, we, I mean, it's been a while since we've had Oklahoma and Oklahoma State basketball in conference races on a, on a yearly basis. And then beyond that, think about, regardless of what the record looks like, think about how many great Bedlam football games we've had in the last 10 years. And again, there have been some close Bedlam basketball games, but I don't know that I would put them in the in the great game category. So that's the other that's the other aspect but, I think in terms of just the recent rivalry. It it doesn't bring some of those other things to the table that the football rivalry. But does. going back to that, I mean, talking about what Scott said as far as the homegrown, like marketing is everything, and 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 no college basketball is down right now but the thing about that finality of the college football bedlam matchup was coach gundy be kind of being frank about this is not going to happen again this is not going to we're not going to play them again we're not he oh, was kind of he was kind of pushing that to the forefront mm-hmm. it, like you guys can answer this better than i but has the coaching staff had these kids have these you know coaches e- even talked about or mentioned or marketed this game they've being like the last it. bedlam no not the last no. they've mentioned it but both of them have been remarkably positive See? about what could potentially happen down the road now we all know porter could be at a handful of like four other gigs <laughs> by that point <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding because his name comes up all the time. But it's, it hasn't any been even remotely close to having this same amount of negativity surrounding it from both sides. Because remember, when Gundy said that, then everyone in Norman got all up in arms. They're like, well, it's your fault. And Oklahoma State's like, what? It's your fault. You left. And then it became the he said, she said, like, no, it's your fault. And, no, that's, this. and, and that builds the that, rivalry. And that built it up even more. There hasn't been hardly... Uh, not even a tenth of that when it comes to this. I mean, that just goes to show you, it's like you said, that positive and negative with this game, with, you know, hating players, hating coaches, like disliking, you know, individuals that are a part of the rivalry, it builds the game up that much more. And I think you just don't have that with this circumstance. I was trying to think. There's going to be something... And this is not just strictly a basketball thing to me. There's going to be a point in the next year or two, and we might, we could see rumblings of it next year. There'll be a certain segment, I think, of fans that look back and go, all right, we're not quite at a certain level in this group with this group of teams, but if we were back there, you know, playing again. I think that will get brought into the conversation bubble about the ultimate missing of Bedlam and also missing of a conference. And the example that I would use is everyone that is on this show right now knows as well as I do that if Oklahoma State has a really good year in the Big 12 next year, let's say they win the conference and get a bye, and Oklahoma's first year in the SEC where they're – I mean, their win total is seven and a half. Let's just say they win eight games, right? But they don't make it to the college football playoff, and Oklahoma State does. You're not going to tell me there's not going to be a segment that's like, oh, we would have absolutely gone to the – if we were back in the Big 12, you know what I mean? Yes. That will get talked about on the Bedlam side. And that's on the football side. That will increase it even more. Both basketball programs are looking at them like, I think we're a little bit away from that of – 
potentially taking that next step to be like an elite level of, of a version of themselves because the competition that they're each going to have to face in their own different conferences yeah, or that much deeper and I get where it. they're the at. SEC is not a, is not as good a basketball league as what the big 12 is, but everyone just talking like the SEC basketball wise might as well be, I don't know, the West coast conference with two teams. That's not correct. That's not correct. Auburn's pretty good. Yeah. Tennessee's pretty good. You never know about Cal. Contest. Unless they run yeah. him out, yeah. Uh, Alabama's been better. Uh, th- it's it's one of those things that okay, maybe not consistently, but let's stop acting like that. That is a terrible, terrible basketball league. They're going to get a lot of teams in this year into the tournament. So I I don't know. I, that's it's probably me, just me thinking out loud with that. But I do think that there's going to be a moment where like, all right, well, imagine if we were playing Oklahoma State, and where would we be right now if we were here? I, I just I don't think there are enough people that are excited about their basketball programs in general to even start thinking <laughs> like that. Okay, that's probably the best point of the day. <laughs> that, that might be the, the best point. And you win. <laughs> yeah. It will be nice, though, when GIA – and you say the same thing about Lloyd Noble. They get fans in there. It's loud. It looks fun. It looks interactive. Same thing with Gallagher-Iba. When you get fans in there and you see how loud that it can be, kind of takes you back to yesteryear. And I hope that the crowd is that way tomorrow where it is loud and raucous. And I don't even mind someone like running out on the floor, getting kicked out, like making a fool of themselves. Maybe you try to dap up one of the OU players because you live your life in supreme confidence. Like, go ahead. Like, let's see it. But let's, let's go out with a bang in terms of just environment between these two teams tomorrow. I don't think college kids restrain themselves as much as Kevin Durant did on that situation. <laughs> Let's just Please hope the that. game gives fans something to cheer about. It's not like that ugly thing we saw 13 days ago in, in Norman. Well, at least it was kind of close, Scott. You can at least make some noise when it's close. But I'm, I'm with you for sure. I do think that that is a very, very valid point. All right, it's 345 here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, if you have a bedlam memory, let's hear it. Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line 918-262-5072 here on the Blitz 1170. We've got Dr. Crane, who's coming up next year from Tulsa Bone & Joint, who joins us every single Friday here on the Blitz, as we are also streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.